Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Reddit Readings and still the best show on the internet. I'm so happy to have you here with us for episode 128. Today we are jumping into r slash nuclear revenge. So sit tight and get ready, but if you've got a second, don't forget to check out our Patreon. It would mean so much to us. Get your tea, your popcorn, and let's dive right in. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So pleased to have you here with us today. Our first story is from Midnight Slayer 0372. He lied to me that he was divorced, so I destroyed his reputation, his marriage, and got him fired. Alright, so this is going to be a long story, so bear with me. When I was a naive 24-year-old, I met a charming and very smart and way older man. We'll call him Jake for the story. His sister is Dana and I'm Gina. Now to the story. Jake was 42, recently divorced or so he told me, and got a kid that he would see at the weekends. We met online through a poetry website where both of us used to write. He was very aloof and stern on his comments and not very popular on the website because he used to always come off like an arrogant prick. But I really liked his poems regardless of his personality. And that's how it began. I commented on one and he instantly PM'd back praising my writing and asking me if we could collaborate on a duet together. I've already done it a thousand times with a few friends and people on the site that I respected, so I said, sure. So long story short, we met on Hotmail Messenger. Yeah, this was nearly 11 years ago, kids, so no WhatsApp, although we did chat on Facebook too. This will become relevant later. Long story short, we instantly connected. He was funny, handsome, and really sweet underneath all his bravado and his dark sense of humor was right up my alley. We spent months pulling all-nighters just talking and writing together. Not humble bragging, but I was pretty popular on the site because I won a few awards, so by association, he became popular too. People started reading Jake's poems and commenting, and obviously, he got a huge head about it, but I digress. Our relationship became more serious after he confessed that he was falling for me, and I was smitten. So I went along with it. 
We talked about my recent breakup and he assured me that he would never lie to me because the... Of course, he used that. Which of his ex-wife cheat on him and he was devastated until he met me. I was shocked for how bad her ex was but assured him that I was all in. And I meant that. One important detail about our turbulent romance is that he was in South America. He's from there and I was still living in Italy in my hometown. So after nearly two years of excuses for how tied up on work he was, I decided to surprise him with a visit. I bought my ticket and it was literally like a dream. He picked me up, we kiss, hug, he took me to his beach house, which would have been my first red flag but I was dumb, young and in love. Saying that it would be so much easier and fun for me to do touristy stuff on a beach port than staying in his suburb's house with no car. Because I told him in such short notice, he didn't have time nor the means to take time off, which again was a blatant lie because he was one of the partners of the company, but again, I bought it and off I went on my own almost for the entire week that I was there. He only spent one night with me. The rest of the week, he just picked me up from whatever it was that I ended up wandering around and doing and we'd hang out for a few hours, have sex, and then he just drops me off at the house. I know what most of you are thinking, come on OP, get your head out of your ass and realize what a bunch of bullshit that is. <sighs> and believe me, now writing this, I realize how much of an idiot I was. But it gets better. The day before I have to get back to Italy, he took me to dinner with his six-year-old son and his sister. I was super happy to meet his family and son but got caught off guard when he just introduced me as his friend from Italy dropping into town for some tourism. His sister was super sweet, albeit a bit awkward, and his son was adorable. We ate, talked, and off we went. He picked me up first thing in the morning and dropped me off at the airport. Now you got the full story, I'll get to the good part. Two days later, and still a bit jet lagged, I got a very interesting email from his sister Dana. Her email was short and very simple. Dear Gina, I know that you think I was weird and maybe a bit rude when we met, but it was only because I was tricked by Jay to join the dinner with his kid. He never mentioned that you guys were dating, but after confronting Jake, he confessed and begged me not to tell anyone or his marriage would be ruined. But you're such a sweet and young girl that doesn't deserve this deceit. Jake is still married and never left their home. Don't just take my word for it. And Dana sent me a picture of his real Facebook profile. And surprise, the perfect little family. I thanked her and shut down my computer. I was devastated. I really thought Jake was the love of my life and was seriously considering moving there. I spent all night crying and drinking wine until I got myself the worst migraine. But the heartbreak lasted about 12 hours. At 4am, I got up, showered, made a pot of fresh coffee and started planning my revenge. I was hurt, yes, but also angry 
So angry that he not only deceived me, but dragged his sister and innocent child in his lie. I was at the other side of the world and I didn't have the money to pay someone to kick his ass or egg his car. But as my Sicilian father would have said to me, if someone slaps you, don't turn the other cheek, cut their fucking hand off. And so I did. Cue my sweet, sweet revenge. I sat down on my desk and turned on the computer and logged into his hotmail. I didn't have the password, but I knew him well enough to answer his free security questions on the section forgot password. One, two, three. Boom, baby. I'm in and holy shit. This arrogant piece of human crap was not only dating me, but two other girls. I quickly logged onto his Facebook too, because he had everything linked to naivety. So I quickly changed all his passwords to I'm a prick and discovered that his personal email was also connected to his work account. I dug through his emails for two hours. This idiot never erased anything, so he had more than 5,000 emails. Until I found something very interesting. The girl he was also seeing and their very hot email exchanges, dick pics included. So what did I do? Oh, you guessed it. I crafted a very lengthy and explicit email with pics and chat logs attached, confessing to Jake's wife, posting as him, obviously, begging for forgiveness and declaring how much of a shite person I was and as proof of my willingness to change and transparency was sending this email to the girls too. But that I only did it because I was a closeted gay and thought that being a player would help me forget how much I really loved guys. That I was sick of pretending and hoped she could move on and maybe we could still be friends. But not only to them, I fucking copied his entire list of contacts, including the CEO and partners of the company he worked for, his parents and D, of course. Oh, this email was perfection. All the pictures and chats, myself included, he ever exchanged with any other woman. I copied myself on the list, obviously, as a countermeasure and move on to part two of my plan. I changed all of his Facebook, declaring that I was so relieved that people finally knew who I was. The pride flag was his new wall picture, and his profile picture was a photoshopped picture of two guys kissing. I created five different accounts on gay websites with all of his info, including his phone number, and started to chat with a bunch of guys until out of nowhere, this guy sent me, oh, better yet, he sends Jake a message. Tony was his old uni friend that has always secretly been lusting after him for years. And although I felt bad for this later, I set up a date. Part three of my plan. One week after this massive internet blowout and his family and friends angrily call him all sorts of names and gets fired because his bosses didn't want the bad press. So Jake, trying to make amends with his family and friends, made a barbecue for his birthday. But I would have paid one year's whole salary just to see his face and his guests 
when in the middle of their celebration, Tony appeared with a bottle of champagne and a bag full of lube and sex toys to celebrate privately, as I asked. Apparently, there was a huge fight and everyone left Jake flustered and angry, crying because some psycho wanted to ruin his life. I blocked him and forgot about everything until six months ago, when he out of the blue sent me a message on Instagram asking me why I disappeared and didn't support him when he was at his lowest. Oh, oh, oh boy, the satisfaction I felt when I only replied back, Sorry Jake, but I think everything you got was karma for all the lies and wasted time you fed me. Good luck. Oh, and by the way, it was always me. I then blocked him and made my account private. Jake did try to call a few mutual friends to try and get them to give him my number, but they ignored him. They also got the infamous email. So yeah, I got my revenge, and it was worth every single hour. Yeah, I know, I'm fucking petty. Well, touche. Sounds like that guy got exactly what he deserved. As the saying goes, you made your bed, now get fucked in it. Our next story is from Dos Tinko Uno Pinko. Wife cheated, so I tricked her into publicly admitting to having the affair and herpes. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. In college, I met the woman who I thought was my one. We dated for about two years and had a big-ass wedding after a 10-month engagement. Her family was pretty well-to-do in a small southern town. We were both continuing our education, and I was also working to support us. I was pursuing a master's in engineering while she was finishing her doctorate in anthropology. Over the summer, an opportunity came up for her to make some extra money going as an aide on a religious studies trip to Jamaica. I didn't hesitate when she asked me about it. I mean, she was going to get to visit Jamaica and get paid for it. I saw no downside other than missing her being at home for six weeks. Little did I know at this time, but she had been fucking the professor. He'd hung out with us, smoked my weed and drank my fucking beer. I considered him a friend who arranged the trip for a couple of months and it was a getaway for them to bang all over the island. I, clueless and happy, went about the weeks while she was gone taking extra shifts so I could match what she made in our account and surprise her. Oh, what a dipshit, right? One of the students from the trip actually seeked me out to clue me in. I didn't believe him until I started looking for evidence on my own. I broke down and checked her texts while she was sleeping and nothing was there. There were a few VMs so I decided to listen and there it was. A message from that giant asshole saying how exciting it was that I almost caught them. 
I opened up her laptop and hit the emails after that. It was piles and piles of shit making fun of me for not knowing, fucking in our bed and laughing about it. There was so much, and I was heartbroken. Still too hurt to take any action, I was lost. I had no idea what to do, so I sat on it for a couple of weeks and acted as normal as I could. I noticed everything now. I felt so stupid for not seeing it before. So many signs. One stuck out in particular. I noticed that our stash of homemade weed lube, if you've never tried it I highly recommend giving it a go, was going down even though we weren't having sex. It was obvious they were also using the fruits of my labor to get off more effectively. This really pissed me off, like unreasonably so, Hulk fucking mad. It finally all hit me. I was a goddamn joke to these assholes, and they were using my lube I made and fucking in my bed. I didn't hurt anymore, I just wanted to make them hurt. So while she was <clears throat> studying at the library, I made a new batch of lube. I put enough weed in it for it to smell like normal. But I also added some poison ivy from our backyard to the mixture. And after refilling the spray bottle we used for application, I waited. A few days go by and I'm working extra so I can be out of the house more and BAM, bait taken. That night, after she goes to sleep, my plan goes into action. I sneak her phone away and delete my contact while replacing his phone number in his contact as mine. I go to bed but can't sleep because it feels like I'm five and tomorrow is Christmas. Dawn arrives and she's in the shower. I get a text. I'm super itchy, are you okay? Now, Lord, now is my time. Look, I thought it had cleared up, but I guess I had a flare up. I'm sorry, but I've got herpes and I guess you do now too. I heard this bitch squeak in the shower. I'm covering my mouth, damn near losing it. I went on to tell her that it was time to end things now. A new semester was about to start and I kind of have a crush on another TA. I wanted her mad. This is a woman that never got told no growing up and never had to deal with rejection. Let alone from a balding dude in his 50s with herpes. When she got out of the shower, it was obvious she had been crying, but I could see the anger in her eyes. I could see how uncomfortable she was squirming at the table drinking coffee and mulling the situation over. Another little nudge was all that she needed. The reply she got to her pages and pages of anger and sadness was, Thanks for the good times, but can you keep this a secret between us? I don't want to ruin my chances with anyone else. She is flush with anger now, just seething. She gathered her keys and headed out the door without even saying goodbye. I knew where she was going. I booted up her laptop and set it to reformat, deleting her dissertation and any notes pertaining to it before following her to campus. I parked a few lots over and went over to his office where I find her screaming at him for giving her herpes. There's lots of people there. Professors, aides, students, other faculty. I'm fucking dying. He is beyond embarrassed and confused as fuck. 
She is ugly crying in front of all of her peers. I am in heaven. I didn't even care people were going to think I had herpes too. The fallout was apocalyptic in their department. He lost his job due to code of conduct at the university. We got divorced the following year. State law was we had to be separated for one full year before granting a divorce. I got to keep most of the assets, primarily savings and not a ton, but I worked for it. She never finished her doctorate and went on to be a perpetually pregnant housewife that sells Herbalife on Facebook and he teaches high school now. It took a few years for it to all unfold, but watching it was glorious. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us here on episode 128 of the best show on the internet, Reddit Readings, for our nuclear revenge special. If you want to cheat on the regular episodes, head on over for a secret dirty romp on our Patreon with the Patreon-exclusive episodes. There was even a Gwen Stefani impression in the last one. So guys, have a great fucking weekend, and I will see you on Monday. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.